me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome back to the Gifts of Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women of God using their gifts, talents, and passions to honor and glorify God. Really excited to share this one uh, with you today, as we uh, have been teasing for a while the big announcement, and that big announcement is that Haha ha Men is no more. Um, not that we're closing shop. No, we're moving on. We're uh, moving forward. We're actually changing our name. The rebrand is underway, and Haha ha Men is no more. Out with the old, in with the new. We are now Well Versed Comedy. Uh, well Versed Comedy is uh, uh, kind of a double entendre, if you will, because we're well versed in uh, performing and improv. And uh, for those that know, we are a Christian group, so we're well-versed in Scripture. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, as we move forward with uh, the new brand and the new name. Uh, not only did we change names, but a member of our team changed names uh, in the last few weeks as we record this. And that is Essie is no longer Essie Young. Essie, uh, Essie or Esther Young is now Essie Taylor. So congratulations to Essie and Donald on their recent wedding. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Pray over your uh, marriage and pray that it's fruitful and happy and joyous and all that good stuff. Um, so we're really excited for Essie and Donald as they move forward. And really excited for Wellversed Comedy as we move forward. The new website for Wellversed is wellversedcomedy.com. Wellversedcomedy.com. You can find us on social media. We're at wellversedcmdy. That's at wellversedcmdy. And that's on all your favorite social media channels Instagram. Um, we're also on uh, Facebook. And we're also on Twitter. So, uh, one of those three venues, if you want to keep in touch with us, we'd love to see you there. Uh, that's at wellversedcmdy is our social media. And you can find us online at, at uh, www.wellversedcomedy.com. So let's get to our interview. Let's meet the ladies that have joined me on this incredible adventure, uh, the ladies of Wellverse Comedy. Um, we are looking to add a guy. So if you know a guy that has uh, a ministry mind, good comedic timing, and is a great team player, send them our way because right now it's me and the ladies, and uh, Bobby's there to keep uh, everything in line. <laughs> Not that it would be, but uh, uh, or wouldn't be. But uh, we just uh, we would like to add even more diversity in uh, our cast. So we're looking for our, a couple of guys, possibly, and anybody else that's got that ministry mind, a great comedic timing, and is willing to uh, be part of a team. Uh, but let's meet the members of Wellverse Comedy as it is. Uh, we're talking about Essie Taylor. We're talking about Anna Yee, Nikki Haynar, and Lenore Podolsky, as well as yours truly, Dave Ebert. And this is the Gifts of Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women of God that use their gifts, talents, and passions to honor and glorify God. Here is Wellverse Comedy. We're now joined by the improv ministry that's part of Gifts of Glory Ministries, 
We've got the amazing Anna Joy, the lovely Lenore Podolsky, the exquisite Essie Young, and the noteworthy Nikki Hainar. And unfortunately, there's really not many ends that are very complimentary, so I had to go with noteworthy, so I hope that's okay. Absolutely. So uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll pick up the mic and uh, pass it around so everyone can get familiar with your voice, introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, and how long you've been with the group. Hi, I'm Essie. I'm from the south side of Chicago, south side, and I've been with the group for two months, I believe. I'm Lenore Podolsky, and I am from up north, almost to the Wisconsin border and round lake. That's right, round like a circle. And I've been with the group <laughs> since August of last year. What year is it? 2019. That would be 2018. I'm the noteworthy Nikki Haynar. I've been with the group since last August 2018 as well. Eleanor and I, uh, Eleanor, that's your new name. (laughs) Scratch. She'll be gone in 60 seconds. (laughs) Scratch. Because Lenore starts with an L and I was starting to think of N names and then it came out Eleanor. Um, Sorry, Lenore. Uh, the noteworthy Nikki who has pregnancy brain right now <laughs> at work. Um, so take note of that. Um, I don't know. What, where am I from? Where do you live? Around. I live in Joliet-ish area. <laughs> Ish. Hi, this is Anna Joy, as Dave likes to call me. Or Anna Yee. That's my last name. But Anna, Joy is my real middle name. It's not made up. Just clarifying. Where are you from, Anna Joy? Okay, I live in Chicago. Bucktown. Bucktown. What? All right, so since Anna still has the mic, we'll okay. start with you. Um, how did you find the team, and what uh, attracted you to be a part of us? And are there any regrets? Ooh, going deep. Quick. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> found the a posting about the group uh, summer-ish, 2016. On backstage.com. And I saw it once, kind of pushed it aside. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to bookmark that because I do want to do improv. And I felt something about, I felt it was trustworthy um, to be a part of something that was faith-based. Um, and and I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no regrets. No. None. Awesome. Now, Nikki, how about you? Um, how did you find the group? What attracted to you? Any regrets? How did I find the group? Was it CCA? I think it was. Because I was moving back up here from Texas, and I was posting in the Facebook group for Christian Comedy Association. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes I get it wrong. I don't know if it was the CCA or the CICC or CICA. Uh, it was one of those groups. One of those groups. Yeah. Dave and I are on highly both exclusive. of them anyway. Yeah. yeah. Highly exclusive. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so difficult to get in. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Round Lake. It just is so up there. It just got lost <laughs> in the sphere. Um, but yeah. So in one of those groups, when I was moving up from Texas, I was asking if there was any improv groups because down there I did a group for... I guess I was with them for almost three years. And I really enjoy doing comedy in a group, even though I do some stand-up. So that was really important to me. What other questions did you have? Any regrets? 
Um, any regrets? No, not really. It's the first time I thought about that converse, that question. I just really wanted to give you an honest answer and not BS you. So okay. yeah, no, I, I am good. Perfect. Good job, fearless leader. <laughs> oh, my turn. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how did you find the team and what attracted you uh, to uh, become a part of it? Oh, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> so I did the AMTC Shine event, and through that I heard about the group, and that was like 2013, 2014, and then I didn't join the group. So that would be my regret that I didn't join it back then. But I was busy, busy being a mom. And now I'm not so much busy doing a mom because all my kids are now illegally adults. So Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! They, are, uh, they are legally adults. I, I think there's a combination of allegedly and legally. Yeah, right. So I'm done parenting, maybe. Anyway. <laughs> So I have a little more free time. So that's 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 all the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How did I find the group? Um, I was a part of um, AMTC, and I did a um, a stand up comedy um, routine, and I thought it was really cool in 2017. And then um, right after the big performance that we had, um, I actually went to. I believe it was Caritos. Yeah, Caritas. Caritas, thank you. I would mispronounce it, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, uh, got, I think it's one word is Greek, one word is Latin. And, okay. Uh, it's two words. It's two words combined. All right. Caritos? Yeah, uh, Caritas, yeah. It's, uh, Carit- Caritas, Caritas. Okay, okay. So I was there and I actually... Um, <laughs> That's why I met Dave and I saw him perform. Salad now. <laughs> That's not carrot salad. Sorry. With, oh, with blue cheese dressing. Carrot toes. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't sound appetizing at all. Okay, so um, that's why I met Dave, and I saw him. Well, I saw him perform on stage. It was it was phenomenal, and um, so he inboxed me. It was like a year later or more, maybe. It was a couple of years because uh, it was this past uh, fall. Yeah, that is. Um, a when we were really years, uh, pushing to add more, or actually this spring. Uh, but, and I was like, we really need somebody. And I remembered you from uh, Carrot Toes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came in audition, and we had so much fun. I was like, whoa, the chemistry. I mean, it was just amazing. And I thought it was like perfect timing because I really wanted to learn and grow um, with comedy and. So, yeah. Do I have any regrets? I wish I would have um, learned about the group earlier um, so that I could, you know, get involved earlier. But other than that, I'm along for the ride and I'm enjoying myself. Awesome. So anyone can answer. So uh, feel free to grab the mic. Um, And we'll all take a turn if we want to. What's your impression of comedy or improv comedy as a ministry? I'll go. This is Anna. Um, I think, I think I have, I still have the knack to explain what faith-based comedy is. It's not like we're like joking about the 10 commandments or like (laughs) saints or people in the Bible. I mean, that could come up 
just as anything could come up. Um, so I think that's maybe a misconception or something that's a little bit confusing. Like we're just normal people who are, who are believers and we decide to keep our comedy clean. Um, for the most part, I, I think that is something that I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I have to explain that. I think good comedy is good comedy, whether, you know, whether you say something or don't say something. I I think I just, I don't want that judgment there. And I, I think, um, I think that's something that's important to clear the air about. I think you touch on something there is that it, there's almost like this connotation that if you put Christian in front of something, whether it's Christian comedy, Christian movies, that people automatically think that it's less than what the world offers, that it's somehow B level. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, I think if you go into something with a negative mindset, oh, this is Nikki. Um, <laughs> with, not Eleanor. Not Eleanor. <laughs> or Bessie. <laughs> or Jana. Um <laughs> I <forget> one. Nave. <laughs> You're so funny, Eleanor. Um that's Lenore. I kid, I kid. <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> we were being too serious. Um yeah, I, I can get that. Well, I mean, we as Christians did earn that um, stigma because it has been pretty cruddy uh, quality out there because Christians are just like, oh, it's so cute. You think you're funny here. Here's the stage. Try to make us laugh and we're going to clap for you because we want to encourage you. Um, so like that, that's been around. So I think uh, as technology has gotten more accessible. Um, we've been able to start earlier and earlier uh, and get better and better um, as performers. So um, some of that has been earned, but I think it's an old stigma for sure by now. Um, and I think part of that is because things have become more accessible. There's also been other people out there putting out independent stuff that is worse than what has been in um, mainstream previously where Christian has put Christian com uh, comedy and other art has put themselves up against blockbuster on a shoestring budget. And it just has been glaringly obvious that they didn't have the funds or maybe the talent pool behind them to uh, really compete with the blockbusters. But I think that's different with, um, everybody being able to do independent work now that we do compete and uh, it is good. Um, I think comedy, clean comedy, it, you have to work a little harder for it. I think you have to think a little harder about it and it's just gotten to be a more developed um, piece of, uh, of art than it has been in the past. You don't have to shock to make people funny or you can shock, but in a clean way like shark placenta. Um, so <laughs> that was a good night. Um, you know, it just, uh, yeah, it's disgusting. Um, so <laughs> that's, there you go. That's all I have to say about that. Essie, Lenore, anything you want to say? Well, I used to think Christian comedy was like, they're going to beat you over the head with a Bible verse or, you know, it's all gospel in the thing, but that's not what it is. So I like that it's really, for me, is that I'm making sure that my editor is God. So everything comes out of my mouth would be honor him. So that's 
So I think I have that little valve check, you know, for it spews out. So that I like that. Um, because I did try doing some stand-up in some locales that I didn't even want to be there. So um, I like to have clean comedy. And um, you know, I do have come from a performance background with a lot of children. And um, I like the innocence and playfulness of children. And um, I think there's a lot of comedy and simple things and um, clean things. So I'm, I'm, I like it. I think one of the um, the challenges to Christian comedy or just clean comedy in general is that um, there haven't been a lot of traditional, there haven't been a lot of spaces where you could have comedy that was clean comedy um, in in traditional Christian Christianity or in Christian spaces or churches. Sometimes it's there's the thought that. You know, you can't laugh. We have to be so stern and serious because we're Christian. We have to be so different because we're Christian. We have to be so other because we're Christian as opposed to just saying, you know, we're human. We're we're humble. We bleed just like you. You know, we laugh. We cry. We share. You know, we have the human experience instead of becoming a superhuman and saying, you know, because you're Christian, this is what you can and cannot do. And so I think in a lot of spaces, it wasn't that it wasn't open to having a comedy night or um, getting together and just laughing. Although a wise proverb says laughter is medicine. Right. So we believe the proverb. But where's the application um, traditionally in the Christian faith? But I think that we're bursting out of the walls and things are changing because you have, you know, just regular people that say we want to use this as a ministry. We want to bring laughter to those dark places. We want to bring light to those places that are hopeless. And, you know, people who are in despair, you know, we want to encourage them and even for a moment and just just brighten their lives because laughter changes everything. You know, sometimes you have to laugh so you won't cry. You know, and so I think that that's a ministry in itself. And so I'm I'm honored to be a part of that. And it's just so magical. Like on stage, it's just like magic. You know, I mean, and who would be using magic? <laughs> it's sorcery. <laughs> it's so I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just such an energy, Endorphin. you know, endorphins. Yes. Yes, you're right. It's I, the adrenaline. Yeah, I can attest to that. You know? I come like, I just come from work, directly from work on Monday night. We have rehearsals on Monday nights and so drained and tired. Mm -hmm. And then just like, even walking into rehearsal, I still feel tired and kind of like out of it. But once we get going, I just feel alive and I feel so good when I go home. Yes. I'm so glad it's not only me that feels drained when I first walk in the door, Anna. So tired. <laughs> um, the other thing that what you were saying, uh, Essie, that I want to like, I call. I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna call all of you the wrong name now. I do not trust my words. Um, <laughs> I'm like it is Essie, right? Like I'm second guessing everything I say right now. <gasps> okay. Uh, so I, you know, great. She should make a point now. I was, she just showed how dumb she is. Um, but, <laughs> hey, it never stops AOC. So go for it. <laughs> um, but, I'm sorry. That should get political. Yeah, well, I, what I, I find laughter helps is uh, breaking down walls. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I think if something needs to be mocked for it to be brought to the light. Now, not all comedy is mocking, but I think that's where comedian or Christians get a little uh, about comedy is they don't want to mock or make fun of someone in an, and put something in a negative light. But sometimes joking about it, being sarcastic about something that needs to be made fun of to break down its power is a little different than just mocking for the sake of mocking. It's more along the lines of if I laugh at this difficult thing that the church has to deal with, then maybe we can now talk about it. Because there's a lot of things that the church needs to talk about. It's not talking about. Come on. Come on. You better preach. (laughs) (laughs) So my daddy's the pastor. (laughs) So I've been on church staff many times in my life. And can't even tell you how many stupid things people get in fights over. Should the nursery be blue or pink? Yeah, so anyway. I can't believe you went with a mauve carpet. We're leaving this church and taking our tithes with us. That's Oh my gosh, so one time this lady, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I'm telling a story. It's happening. Here it comes. (laughs) This lady. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nave. Yeah. So Nave. um, (laughs) She was complaining to me about how her church got painted gray and y'all know everything's gray right now because it is the end thing she's like i just don't i just feel so cold it used to feel warm and now it doesn't feel warm anymore and i don't know that i can worship jesus because the walls are gray (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh that's some thin faith you got there (laughs) does she walk outside during the day and it's raining like jesus i can't talk to you today you got to change the weather Oh no. I was like, well, were you on the committee to choose the color? No. Did you volunteer any time to repaint and redecorate? No. Did you give any money to any of it? No. I was like, oh, well, I guess you really shouldn't say anything. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. But that's okay. Sometimes people need the reality check. They want to they they want to sit in the pew and complain, but they don't want to do anything. But I can't worship Jesus. These walls are too gray. <laughs> Just get her some rose colored glasses. <laughs> yes, yes. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The other thing about about um, comedy, though, too, like comedy is like totally in your face. You know, like it's in your face. So like, like, um, like you said. 
Sanity, it breaks the ice sometimes, but sometimes like comedy brings just brings it to you. It like hits you in the chest and you're like, whoa. In in a way that's not um all the time hurtful or aggressive, but sometimes when you sit back and think about like what people say, you're like, Whoa, that's totally true. So you can take like a true story and really bring out the points that are funny, but all at the same time they they may be sad or they may be tragic or they just may need to change, you know. So I think it's a it's a not so aggressive way to approach some things that need to be discussed. Um, or just to tell your story. Sometimes you just need to tell the story. Does anyone have any personal testimony or experience about how comedy has brought about change, either changing something wrong with the church or, or you know, changing relationships or, or maybe even healing? Any experience with that? My mom is, as a... Well, dad's not pastoring the church anymore, but she's still in charge of the women's ministry. <clears throat> and she's a bit sensitive about me using her in any of, I do some stand-up comedy as well, about me using her in any of my stand-up comedy. And she said at lunch the other day, she was like, yes, and my daughter uses me in some of her stand-up. And I looked at her <laughs> and I was like, you martyr, I painted you in a good light. <laughs> but she has told me, and that was that was good for me in that moment that I need I to be able to say that to her. And then she giggled about that. And so um, that was a healing time for us. Uh, but also that she has been encouraging to me that our churches need comedy right now because of there being a lot of hurt people that need that ministry of releasing endorphins that are positive to your brain and also to, like we had said, break down barriers and and to approach subjects that are difficult. So she's been in ministry for 48 years. And if somebody who's been doing that for that long says that, I think you can take that to the bank. Except on Sundays because they're closed. <laughs> just, use app, just use your mobile app. <laughs> Text to give. Now, uh, for me, one of the things I know, um, I've been blessed to be able to go to Salt and Light uh, a couple times the last uh, few months. And in uh, doing that, I've seen how with these women that have survived literally hell on earth because uh, they're, vict- they're survivors of sex trafficking. And I've been able to see them come men, especially this last time to see somebody come in with this foul move, foul move, just this countenance that was horrible and just ready to fight or whatever. And within five minutes of just doing simple improv exercises, you saw it literally crack. Like she literally cracked up and then she had fun. And so for me, I believe, and that's the reason that this team started was that comedy has an opportunity to to heal and to bring people together in a uh, you know in a powerful way um and that's you know that's my vision for uh for the team does what do you guys see for the team either with that or 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 differently i definitely see this as a ministry to um to other people out outside of us but i think more than anything i see it as a ministry to to us um because i think you know, as a minister or a servant, the ministry touches you first before like you touch other people. And so um, 
just going kind of going back to your last question about like you know what what have we seen um what has i believe the question was <laughs> healing healing what healing has laughter brought i think um being a christian sometimes is hard i mean life is just hard in general you know and i feel like you need to laugh like laugh more like smile enjoy life you know like hello life is so short we need to laugh we need to we need to heal ourselves through laughter and just um bringing joy like we have abundant life like stop being so like i don't know tightly twisted tightly wound up and i'm speaking to myself too because i feel like sometimes it's a culture of just being so serious like oh we're so hey you know we're so serious about man life is too hard i'm going through too much I need to laugh you know like i need to let my hair down and i'm sick of it y'all i'm sick of it i'm sick of it so i'm la- so i'm gonna laugh and i see that as a ministry i hope to grow i hope all of us can grow and we can you know get closer and support one another um but also reach out to other people and let them know you know what it's okay to laugh you know you're in church you're worshiping but laugh god is laughing right now looking at you I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Looking all funny with your stupid face. <laughs> oh no. I I'm sorry. I have this like deep cough laugh thing. It's only been since pregnancy because apparently I just have post nasal drip all the time. (laughs) That is too much information. I had a point and then I had a frog laugh and it went out my head. (laughs) I don't know if it will. (laughs) Well, being a nurse and a clown i have used humor for healing i used to go to a play and laughter workshops and all kind of fun stuff used to be a clown doctor and at one time was a special moment where i got to go in isolation where a kiddo who's been sick and been in the hospital for months and i came out and i'm like wow i really do much a kid hardly even didn't you know laughed and the mom's like oh thank you so much that's the first time they've smiled in weeks so I'm like, oh, I did something. So, <laughs> so if I can do more than that, that's even better. Even better. Okay, I remembered. <laughs> no, even better to her. I was just reiterating. I didn't think my thing's better. That sounded really bad. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Okay, thanks. I know, right? Educators. Educators, that's my point. Thank you, Anna. Keeping the idea in your head. Thank you. Speak. Okay. Okay. So I feel like right now our whole troop is a lot of people who are educators in one way or another. You've taught dance and things before, right? And I know that you're a minister educator, obviously. Obviously. Um, So... I think one of the things I'd like to see in the future is more of those opportunities where we take improv to places where we teach others how to do it. That's one of the things I'm most excited about for the future of this group. Thank you for educating us on that idea. Noteworthy. That was noteworthy. So 
moving forward, um, let's get real for a moment. What do you see as our weaknesses as a team? I think with anything, <clears throat> you do something that's just Nikki blowing her nose. <laughs> you can hear that. <laughs> she did. She did. Well, what I'm saying with uh, with anything that you're a part of, I think that you know you get in a comfortable routine, and I think that uh, we could challenge ourselves more. We could stretch more. Um, I know we sometimes tread on thin waters being a faith-based group. Like how far can we stretch ourselves or what can we do differently or where can we uh, put ourselves out there in the world? Um, So yeah, I I think that stretching ourselves, I'm not even sure what that really means or looks like for us, but I think maybe putting ourselves in some uncomfortable situations might be in our near future just to see, just to see what happens. Did that make sense? Yeah. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> I'd like to up our production value so we can charge. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I and just, it, it takes money to do things and would like to see us be able to, um, if we, I think, sorry, that was my belly. I have a kid. Weird noises might happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> This kid is growing inside of me and it moves on things. It likes to use my intestines as a speed bag. But um, anyway, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I would like to be able to up our production value so that we can, I guess, play ball a little bigger because I think we have the talent for it uh, for sure. So because I've seen other groups out there that I was like, oh, that that's that's cute. Um, so, I mean, anyway, I think it's coming. Uh, I, I just would think that more opportunities could happen if we could be able to pay the players to get there you know i think that's i think that's an issue with all artists though that where where, when does it turn from hobby to professional there's a line there and i do think that we can dip into professional territory more i think we're all there just need a, a little bit of a push I think I'm new, so I'm still kind of feeling my way around. But one of the things that um, I think that we could do is be more systematic about planning and follow through. So if we want to see that, you know, we want to play with the big boys or whatever, we just need to make a plan on this is going to do this first. We're going to do this second and follow through systematically so that we can make it happen. I'm totally a worker. Um, I'm always working on several projects at once. And so if you tell me something you want to be done, I'm like, okay, what's the plan? You know, I'm kind of like that kid that's like, what do you need me to do? What do you need me to do? What do you need me to do? So, but I feel like um, administratively, if we put some things in place, then we could see ourselves moving toward that um, systematically and like kind of like lining up our ducks in a row. So that's the one thing that I, I can see. I would like to see more people in the audience. So whatever that takes. And uh, you might not have heard it. Nikki said probably on a different night because we have been doing a a monthly show on Monday nights, which is a rehearsal. Um, But as we record this, so we are entering our last month of our relationship with Fountain of Life Church. They're going through some transitions. So we'll be announcing new locations and things soon and a new day and all that kind of fun stuff for um, hopefully the continuation of the Good for the Soul uh, platform. Um, 
But we kind of touched on it. Um, how does comedy or creativity fit into our lives uh, together as, uh, um, you know, as our Christ- in our Christian walk and also in our profession? Are we looking, are we all hobbyists? Are we looking to be professional uh, with this team? Oh, I want some money for the funny, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm in it for. Now, yeah, <laughs> if I could do more and then do less other stuff that's kind of the drudgery to pay the bills, that would be great. But, you know, whatever God's got in store, I'm open. I'm in a unique situation where I can kind of make my own schedule. Um, I only have to supplement income. I don't have, I mean, yeah, our household relies on me, but not to a a large chunk. So I, uh, as a massage therapist, am growing my clientele and can just schedule around things. So that's, that's helpful. But I have a little, little tyke coming on board and I don't know what his needs are going to be. So it's hard for me to look at the future of what this is going to be like. So, um, but I would like to see it not become such a fight and such a choice between, oh, do I give up this client or do I go and do this event? Um, so, yeah, I would like to see it get paid so that that, dif- that decision is not difficult. Um, man, being, being pro, that would be a dream. Like, it would be like a dream come true, I think, for me. Um, it is definitely something that, I, I don't, my heart just started like beating really fast. I feel like I might cry. Oh my gosh. But I think that that would be a dream, you know, and it would take a lot of hard work to get there for me, for me, you know, for me personally, cause I'm just getting started. The impossible dream. Well, with God, would, nothing's impossible or nothing's possible. Or wait, what am I trying to say? Uh, apparently I got, I, I got pregnancy brain too. It, it, might, it might be food baby pregnancy. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm in my 145th trimester. <laughs> so we asked about our weaknesses. What do you? What do we see as our strengths as a team? I, I think diversity. Personally, I think diversity. Like I think our our team is everybody's gifted in different ways. Um, chemistry. I think the chemistry is impeccable. Um, the gelling of on, on the stage and performance. I think that we actually really like each other. That's like, that's huge. Um, just being able to work together. There's so many strengths personally that I feel um, those are just a few, but those are really huge strengths for a group of our, um, I guess. Yeah. For our group. For a bunch of artists to not have drama with one another is a rare thing and I I don't think I have ever had the thought with this group that oh that person's hiding something from me or they were mad at me but then didn't talk to me about it or you know stuff like that that can kind of that interpersonal stuff so I feel like we're all very healthy people uh, personally and uh, bring that to the group which is great yeah, I think we're really supportive of each other in the group and outside of the group, our lives outside of the group as well. And us being the majority of women, that's rare in comedy to see an improv group like that. Ooh! <laughs> woot woot, women's and Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
that Dave's wife is very supportive, is a big uh, strength of us, and she does a ton without getting a lot of uh, praise for it and things that I'm sure we don't even know that we need to thank her for, but that she, you know, runs sound and does a lot of promotion stuff and a lot of things that we just don't even have a clue about um, that artists aren't typically very good at. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's very helpful. Awesome. And we do want to give a shout out to the beautiful Bobby Ebert. Whoop, whoop. Who is, I like Wait, wait. Because she's also in the deaf community. We should give a um, deaf shout out as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to. F- I'm still going. Yes. No. You can't hear it, but I'm going. <laughs> the beauty of radio. <laughs> So, but in all seriousness, uh, I'm very grateful and uh, indebted to my wife, Bobby, who is currently uh, taking pictures of our podcast on my pink phone because I am that confident because I married that awesome old woman. And uh, so we are indebted to her. Um, and, you know, I'm definitely indebted because she's been there when it's like I've been at moments where I'm like, you know what, I, I want my Monday nights back. I want to just come home and sleep and and – She's been there to to listen to me cry and and use language that I probably that I'd have to repent for every night. <laughs> um, but uh, and that just goes to show that Christians are not perfect because once you accept Christ, it's, <gasps> I know. Especially you being a PK, Nikki, you you probably are, are better than all of us. Thank you for your judgment. <laughs> I mean, it's a good call. <laughs> I mean, while we're on the topic, I do want to say something about that, that I just like there is a lot of negative stigmatism against Christians, too. So I don't feel like we are that. I feel like we're humans. We have hearts. We love. We have a lot of love to give. Of course, we want to receive love, too. And I think we do that through making people laugh and uh, helping people forget about their problems on stage while we were on stage or maybe talking about those problems, but in, you know, a lighthearted way. And one of the things that uh, Essie brought up earlier is that we have a very unique dynamic of diversity um, because none of us go to church together. We're all from different denominations, all from completely different backgrounds. And to me, that consistently reminds me that this is God's team that he put together. Because without God, I don't think there's a way that the five of us would have ever met. What do you guys think about that? Well, I wouldn't have stumbled upon you here down here in Lombard. Because it's a pretty <laughs> long walk for me just to be walking around. So, yeah. No, I wouldn't have found you. <laughs> I love that you pronounced it just like the Metro announcer, Lombard. (laughs) Next time, Lombard. This was such a fun interview with this team. I love performing, fellowshipping, and just laughing with these ladies. But guess what? We have another episode coming up next week. All the members of Wellverse Comedy are back next week for more fun, more laughs, and we're going to share some laughter, like I said. We're going to also share our testimonies, and we'll talk more about the future of Christian comedy in Chicagoland and beyond. 
please be sure to like and follow our Facebook page. Just look for Wellversed Comedy. We're also going to be on Instagram and Twitter at WellversedCMDY. That's at WellversedCMDY. And now all those links are going to be in the show notes as well. And be sure to tune in next week for more fun and laughs for Wellversed Comedy. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women of God who use their gifts for His glory. Have a great week. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.